God can't bless who you pretend to be or who you compare yourself to. He can only bless you and the lane that was created for you. I feel that for somebody. You don't need no edge entity. You need boundaries. What? I don't need your likes. I don't need your validation. All I need is a God fighting for me that says all things, all things, all things. Child. Has there ever been a child moment in history the way that there is a child moment right now? When I say sis, this is the Woman Evolve podcast, and child, can I just say, right now we're in it, okay? We're in it, but we're not of it, okay? Uh, I am being joined, as usual, with my favorite co-host in all of the land, the delegation. They're tuning in on Facebook and YouTube, and we are just trying to figure out what is going on in the world today. I see my girls are watching. I see New York is in the building. Georgia, Chicago is checking in. If you're watching, let us know where you're tuning in from. I'm trying to see how y'all doing out here in these streets, okay? What is happening in the world? Antonique says, I finally get to catch up with the delegation. How about this? I am so thankful for a silver lining in the midst of all of this chaos. And that is that some of the people who have not been able to be on the delegation or with the delegation are able to tune in so that we can talk about the things that are happening in the world today. I see Northern California. I see North Carolina. Somebody says, y'all close the live and come back in to fix that. The audio is working, sis. We was just we was just trying to be fancy, okay? We got a little holding screen. I saw someone come and say, I feel like I'm in the VIP room. For those of you who've never caught the live, instead of just going right into the live, we have a little woman evolve screen that comes up that allows people to kind of gather in the room before the delegation really gets to have their they situation. CJ Royal says, Richmond, Virginia, with all the neighborhood kids at my house. Let me tell you something. I want you guys to enjoy this set right now while you can, because next week I'm probably going to be back in the closet. And there's a word in that. Don't allow the fact that you got upgraded to keep you from remembering where you came from, because tomorrow is or next week is liable to be me, my laptop and a microphone, because y'all, what is happening in this world that we're living in on today? Let's see, Hillary says the professional. Oh, my, then the comment zoomed up. Hillary says something. What you say now? Uh, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Dallas, Philly, South Carolina. What y'all doing, man? Let's talk about it, okay? Um, somebody, somebody, let's start it, okay? Coronavirus 2020. Remember when 2020 was going to be our year? Remember? Remember when 2020 was supposed to be when we became the best version of ourselves? 2020 is forcing us to become the best version of ourselves because it is removing everything that is unnecessary out of our lives. How are you all holding up? How are you all holding up? I see DC is in the building. They said DC is deep in the delegation. Um, here's the thing. So I decided that because we are in this crazy season 
uh, that it would not be wise to do the podcast as usual because I want to know how you guys are doing. I've got some advice questions. I've got a few things that we can cover, but I want to know how you all are doing. I've been getting so many DMs and so many messages from members of the delegation who are anxious, who are fearful, who are tired of their kids, who have eaten all of their snacks. And so I just want to know how you guys are doing. Let's do a check-in. Let's have a real girl talk. Let's suspend the show as we usually do it. And let me know how you are doing. Country Girl on YouTube says, I'm a nurse and my husband works in a grocery store. We're stressed. Please pray for us. How is coronavirus affecting your life? PJ's mom says, sis, us airline employees are sinking like the Titanic. Oh, so many, so many people have obviously had to change the way that they do life and function because of the coronavirus. Kids are home from school. We don't have childcare. We can't go to work. There are so many things that are really making this beyond crazy. Amber says, look, listen, I need a snow day too. So I need a snow day. So this coronavirus day to help me get a break from my students. Oh, so you got a little bit of a break. That's great. Uh, Terrence says, holding it down for the male delegation. We see you. The fellas love the delegation. Uh, Dominique Wiley says, I'm doing good. I ain't never mind my business so much. However, my anxiety is super high. So here's the thing. Obviously, God has not given us this spirit of fear. I want you guys to not live in fear, anxiety, and panic. But I also realize that you can't just think your way out of that. You can't just... um, you know, just mind over matter your way out of legitimate feelings and emotions that you're facing. So I wanted to create a space where we can kind of talk about how we're feeling and how we're processing. Uh, When I woke up this morning with my husband, we were just like in the bed, we were kicking it. And I was like, you know what, babe, like right now in this moment, coronavirus doesn't exist. This is a normal part of my life and the way that we do things. And so I think that it's going to be really important that we create spaces within our normal routine teens where we realize that coronavirus has not changed this. Like it might've changed the way I do X, Y, and Z, but I woke up this morning. I'm in my house. I know what's going outside, going on outside of the world. That's legitimate. But to make sure that we're taking moments to say this has not been affected, you know, like my love for my spouse, my ability to get up and, and brush my teeth and wash my face. Like these things have not been affected. There are still pieces of who you are buried in chaos. And if we do not acknowledge those pieces, we will lose ourselves. So I think really understanding what makes you, you. Devotional times, prayer times, meditation time. Like I said, at home, for the most part, our house is functioning the way it's always functioned. I started homeschooling McKenzie at the beginning of the year. So Kids being home from school, my kids being home from school, my older sons have now graduated from homeschool, they're home. I'm a small business owner. We all basically work together. So we certainly are meeting that CDC recommendation, but we're still able to function. But I realize that's not everyone's reality, but I am cherishing the moments where we are still able to function the way that we've been functioning because I know that those times and spaces are limited. Like right now we're here, our team is here. They they came in with gloves and giving Corona, you know, air air high five Coronas and stuff, Corona high fives. But uh, we're here and we're doing what we can while we can. And I think part of handling anxiety in this season is really going to be in, really going to force us to be intentional about doing what we can while we can and then not 
thinking so far ahead about what could be taken away from us. Let's live in the moment. You haven't been diagnosed right now. Maybe you have been diagnosed. I've got a lot of members of the delegation who have been tested, some who have been diagnosed. People within our community have been exposed to the disease, aren't showing any symptoms. So it's it's big. It's scary. It has the potential to be problematic. But don't start creating a life around something that hasn't occurred yet. I hope that makes sense. I want to know how the delegation is doing. Sharnita says, I'm praying for all the healthcare workers. Yolanda says, child, doing well, looking forward to focusing on my family and businesses. It's trying to cause anxiety, but I know God is in control and he will cover. Uh, Kaisa says, I am enjoying being able to work from home and listen to different messages and read my Bible. That's another thing. So I've been trying to like really make sure that I am intentional about the time at home. I'm still kind of like recovering from tour. We talked about this last week. My brother got married last week, so I had some travel. Like I did the podcast, got on an airplane, came home. Coronavirus had changed the way that we do church. So we were like adjusting and trying to figure out what our next moves were there. So I really don't feel like I've had much of a break. So I am enjoying the world being a little bit slow. I wish it wouldn't have come to this in order for it to happen. But I am finding a way to cherish things in the midst of it all. What I'm trying to make sure I do is not to eat all of the food. Okay. I went to the grocery store. First of all, let's talk about the grocery store. The the shelves are basically empty, but you know what they're not empty of? Pasta. They're not empty of things, at least at my grocery store, things that make you fat. Okay. And so I'm trying to be at home and not be fat at the same time. And it's been a struggle. Let's see. Selena says, doing fabulous. Pastor, do you know how to how we can get tested? I I know that there is a limit on testing. I think if you suspect that you've been exposed, that there are hotlines that you can call. I can try and look that up. I will start with maybe the CDC hotline and they can point you to tests within your neighborhood. But the thing about being tested is this. What I've heard from my doctors, even if you've been exposed and you test positive and you think you may have it, the best thing to do is to self-quarantine. If you start having shortness of breath, you start having really high high fevers. At that point, you want to go to the hospital, but you want to call the hospital in advance to let them know that you're on the way so that they can tell you exactly how to get the care that you need without exposing other people to the virus. But there is no cure for it. That's part of the reason why we have to take it very seriously is the best thing we can do is stay quarantined in our home, make sure we're taking care of our bodies, getting the right nutrients, Tylenol for fevers, and just kind of riding this sucker out. Alexis says, I was doing fine until this afternoon. Afternoon. For some reason, a spirit of anxiousness came over me, so I decided to delete all social media and tune into God. Log into YouTube for a word, and here you are. Here's the other thing that I think is going to be really important. Like, no matter how well you're doing, don't be afraid to give yourself a moment to acknowledge the anxiety and the fear that you are experiencing. I was sharing with my husband that in order to stay above the coronavirus fear and anxiety, you have to mentally have more endurance than you usually have from day to day when there is no pandemic, right? So you're staying above it, but it's costing you a little bit more mentally to stay above it than it would had we not been in this situation. So you may have moments where you're like treading above water to keep your head above panic, right? And then you kind of get exhausted and you start to feel yourself sink a little bit. Acknowledge that you're starting to sink a little bit. Where did this anxiety come from? What do I need to cure it? Have I had too much news today? 
day? Do I need to go outside and get some fresh air just for a minute to step outside, get some fresh air? Do I need to call a family member or friend and check in on them to have some connection in the midst of this isolation? But you have to acknowledge what you're feeling in order to overcome it. Talk to favor says, child, y'all be safe out there. It's not so much here in Nigeria, just three cases for now. Do y'all know for a long time we thought black people couldn't get coronavirus? We was watching the news and we was like, mm, black people don't get that. And then that NBA player came out and we was like, black people get coronavirus. Who knew? Maya says, hey, I finally caught a live. What's up? So glad you're here. Uh, Natalie says, so I don't think that we can save all these people who are hoarding this toilet paper. I have seen so many videos of people with carts of toilet paper walking out of the store. I think there's something wrong with me because had I been in town when people were buying up all of the toilet paper, I was on tour and came home to no toilet paper. I, I don't think that when I went to go grocery shop that I would have bought a bunch of toilet paper. Is there something wrong with me? I would have thought food, canned goods, potatoes, pasta, things that can stretch. I know it's not healthy. Let me tell you another thing about the grocery store. Y'all lying. All 2020, y'all was talking about y'all keto, y'all paleo, y'all this, y'all that. Them bread aisles, them pasta aisles, them potato aisles is making it seem like somebody's not as keto as they said they were. Somebody is eating up the pasta. They're eating up all types of bread. Who was lying about being keto? That's what I need to know. CJ Royal says, my bread machine is on standby. That's what somebody said there wasn't no more. Oh, uh, what's, what's Cardi B's husband? It's not Quavo. It's not Quavo. Who is that? Who is? Is it Quavo? Somebody tweeted out talking about some bread. What is his name? What is it? Anywho, somebody uh, tweeted out, can you make some bread? I was like, we might have to start making some bread from scratch. I'm going to tell you this. If you guys don't know how to cook, God is trying to create. Offset. Amen. Offset it. Offset tweeted about some bread and I was thinking to myself I didn't have no bread in my store neither but I might have to start making bread you might have to be willing to change the way that you function in life in this season somebody who hasn't been cooking you say I don't cook cooking is not my thing God wants to deliver you from that God says in this coronavirus season you're going to have to learn how to cook y'all looking for all the frozen food the frozen food is gone they got real meat left they got real vegetables left you gonna have to learn to cook we gonna have to be rising bread like our ancestors okay um somebody says we got an echo let's try and figure what is it fixed so Nicole says, start growing your own food. Ambria says, we can't make bread without flour, sis. They got it all. They got the bread, too. I also have a house. You know, it's 18 people who live in my house. I have six children. So my house, I be just having big old things of flour, big old things of sugar. What I, I don't buy toilet paper like the way the saints are buying toilet paper. But um, maybe I'm going to start on this YouTube channel. I'm going to have to start doing some cooking tutorial to help the saints out. My husband yesterday started making um, hot dog sandwiches. Um, we have other food choices, but he made a hot dog sandwich. I'd never even heard of such. I heard of eating hot dogs, but not hot dog sandwiches. But evidently, you take the hot dog, you split the hot dog. Well, you boil it or, or, or fry it, as the delegation taught me. You fry it, you split it open, you put some mayonnaise on the bread, on regular sandwich bread, and then the hot dog, and then there you have a hot dog sandwich. And I don't know about that. Equation says, no, no cooking for 
from me. Lord, send the help. You, I'm telling you, we might not have no options. Tina says, in Australia, there's no bread, no flour, no rice, no pasta, only fresh fruits in the aisle. Well, I, somebody trying to help. Somebody trying to help somebody be skinny. Skinny. Reva says, I ordered HelloFresh for this week because H-E-B tried it. Let me tell you, I've never been so glad for my HelloFresh uh, delivery service. When I got that text message that my food was on the way, I was like, praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Because HelloFresh is going to have some groceries. This may be a time. Remember when y'all was laughing about me and my ads when HelloFresh was giving out 10 free meals? This may be your season to get them 10 free meals meals and free shipping so that you don't have to worry about these grocery stores out here. I wish I remember. Go listen to the other episodes and get you this HelloFresh coupon. Ariel says, I got ramen noodles and plenty of cereal. All the ramen noodles were gone at my store. Shantae Robinson says, them hot dog sandwiches be popping. Popware. The question is popware. Lanisha says, we making ghetto meals. We don't have a choice, okay? Sonara says, we mostly grow our fresh fruits and vegetables here in the Caribbean. We Maybe we need to be quarantined in the Caribbean. I would feel better about that. You know what else you need to do? Okay, so here's the thing, right? So I was talking to one of our team members yesterday, and we were talking about how if she, you know, implemented some things in her life that she was going to see a sudden change. And I was like, you're you're not really going to see a sudden change. Go with me. I'm going somewhere. Bear with me, saints, okay? Change happens what seems suddenly, but it's a gradual process, right? So if a woman is pregnant, she suddenly becomes a mom the moment she pushes the baby out, right? Just go with me. This is my analogy. But that moment of when she's actually holding the baby and becomes the mom is not when she began the process. The process started 10 months prior to that moment, but we have these suddenly moments that change our lives. Suddenly we go from 30 to 31 within one day, but you spent the whole year working towards 31. Right now, we are in a moment of slow. We are in a moment of gradual. But if we are going to experience suddenly, we're going to have to determine what we do in these gradual moments. I want you guys to be intentional about the time you're having off. Yesterday, I got up, I got on the treadmill. I did not want to, but I did not have a choice because I realized that I I have cake right here. Right here sitting beside me, I have cake because I didn't know if I was going to need to eat my feelings on the podcast. If I am not intentional about what I do in this slow season, I will not experience the suddenly that has already been assigned to my name. I just need to do the work to make it happen. So I want you guys to be intentional about what you are doing in these gradual moments. Of course, you know that we have all types of tips and tools in order to help you get through this process. Woman Evolve TV has so many different videos to help you with your credit, to help you with your prayer life, to help you with your sermons. There are so many resources, so many of the churches that you've been wanting to visit. The only option to visit them now are now online. Go and experience different churches. You know, the Potter's House at 1LA, the Potter's House at Denver. We have our services online only, but there's Elevation. There's my dad, the Potter's House of Dallas, T.D. Jakes. There's Transformation Church. There's Hillsong. There's Vu Church. There are all types of churches. Try something you would never do. Like, I don't even know if I would even go to a church like this, but hey, I'm home. I got to experience God in a new way. I might as well try and experience him in a fresh way anyway. Make sure that you're being intentional about this little time. When all else fails, if you are listening on to this podcast, that means you have a device that gives you internet access. I want to encourage you as I have time and time before 
to understand the beauty and benefit of Skillshare. Skillshare is the online learning community that I've already told you about where you can learn thousands of amazing different um, skills and trades. They cover dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes in everything from photography and creative writing to design and productivity and so much more. And Skillshare has two free months. That means that you can begin working. The CDC says that they're not recommending groups of 10 gather for eight weeks. That's two months. That's two months for you to gain a new skill. That's two months for you to be able to really discover that gift of writing that you know you have but never had the opportunity to fully explore. It's basically two months for you to be able to go back to school in some capacity and learn something that's going to make things better at the end of this because let me tell you, there will be an end of this and you have to decide who you're going to be in the end. I felt something on that. Who are you going to be in the end? Okay, so real pro- there are class recommendations, real productivity, how to build habits that last, styling your space, bringing creativity to interior design, and taking Instagram-worthy photographs. So you can join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. You can get two free months. That's right. Skillshare is offering Womnibob listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up for Skillshare, go to Skillshare.com slash evolve and get two free months. That's Skillshare.com slash evolve. Do not miss out on the opportunity to use this time to become better. Okay, definitely wanted to make sure that we were checking in with you guys. Leticia said she's got two months to finish her business. What are your two months? Okay, Delegation, you're listening live, you're listening on the podcast. We got two months. What are our goals for these two months? Okay, let's let's decide right now who we're going to be when this is over. I put on my Instagram page and my Facebook page on social media that we do not want, we want to get rid of muffin tops for summer. We can't eat all of the quarantine snacks. Who are we going to be in two months? Let's decide. How, what is your self-esteem like in two months? What are your business practices in two months? What are your life? lifestyle choices in two months and we get a chance to practice those with no distractions you ain't got nowhere to go sis you have nowhere to go you have nothing to do you're supposed to be inside the highways are empty like so we're going to have to be intentional about self-care and focus who are we going to be um Kaisha says, getting this YouTube channel started is my goal. Uh, Dominique says, no muffin tops this summer. No. And let me tell you, muffin tops don't mean we don't have a little muffin. It just means that we found a top that fits the muffin. If we have a muffin top, then our clothes, something is happening. The muffin is not doing what it's supposed to do. We don't listen. Help us. Okay. Diamond says, I'm freaking out. I'm wanting to take the leap to move to a different city. I just got offered a job and start April 6th. Single mom with two kids. Pray for me. We are praying for you. Uh, Latricia says she's working on my learning advocacy project. Stephanie says she's going to lose five more pounds and get to my goal weight and updating my resume. Uh, Tia Raglan Green says working on self-confidence, but I still have to work. No quarantine for me yet. That's all right. You know what? Even though you said, because let's be clear, not everyone is on quarantine, but the world has certainly shifted and changed. So even though you're still going to work, the, the air is different, right? And if you don't, become intentional about where your energy is focused, then the air is going to dictate where you are, right? So like I'm at home, coronavirus has not invaded my house. We still have joy. The kids are laughing. Like we're not fearful and afraid at home. When I go out into the world, 
I'm looking at people at the grocery store. I'm looking at people, uh, you know, maybe in the office building. Like I can see how coronavirus is beginning to affect their energy. Right. So I have to be intentional about where I am established, that God is not giving me the spirit of fear. I have to live there and I got to get my mind right before I leave the house. If you're working in these atmospheres, if you're still out and about, you're a healthcare worker, you're working at the grocery stores, you're these essential employees. You haven't been released to work from home yet. You have to set your mind before you leave the house because the air out here is thick, honey. And we got to be able to filter that air through a thought. I am safe. I am protected. I am healed. I am whole. I am healthy in Jesus name. I'm covered in the blood in Jesus name. Set your mind before you leave the house. Jaleesa says learning more about social media marketing and graphic designs. That's so smart. So wise. Obviously, I tell you, there are some unique opportunities here. Everything has moved to online. That means that there may be an opportunity for you to take something that can only be done physically and figure out ways to meet needs online. There's something that I want to do with Woman Evolve that I need to talk to our tech team about. But I want to make sure that we are connecting members of the delegation who live in the same city with needs that can be met by other members of the delegation. Maybe you have toilet paper and there's a member of the delegation that lives 10 minutes from you and she don't have no toilet paper and you got abundance. Maybe we can plug you guys in together. That's one of the things that I want to work on to make sure that we're helping. Maybe you don't mind taking in someone's extra kid while they go to work because you can work from home and I don't know what those opportunities are, but I want to at least make sure that we can try to maybe you're making extra meals that you can leave for a, a family member or something. What can we do to make sure that we're coming together? But hear me clearly. This is just an idea that I have. You may have another idea that feels similar or that is it on a smaller scale or a bigger scale, whatever it is, make sure we're all doing whatever we can to meet the needs of people right now. Uh, Sharita says, I'm working on my business plan and losing 10 more town pounds come on sis um Deanna says, please send the toilet paper. We got, if you guys are in these comment sections and you have toilet paper, y'all, if you have extra toilet paper and you see somebody in the comments who don't have toilet paper, can y'all please send them a nudge and let them know that you don't mind sending them some toilet paper. I cannot believe that we about to be shipping toilet paper in the year of our Lord 2020, but this is what we have come to. And if I have abundance and you have lack, then together we can get through anything. We all have abundance in some capacity, abundance of prayer, abundance of toilet paper, abundance of spirit, whatever that abundance is. Let's see who needs our abundance. Because if we don't stick together, we're going to be stuck. I am Tutu says, working on helping 500 people restore their credit from home. Come on. You got to drop us your website. Maybe it's time to get our credit together to actually look at our budgets. Ashley says, I work online but still have to get mindset right because the social media is super negative. And you may have to log off. I tried to post something that would be a little bit lighthearted because I felt like, dang, everybody's talking about the world is going down. The world ain't going down. I'm still in this world. Now, we got to come together to bring the world up, but the world can't go down and I'm in it. And that's the attitude we have to have right now. We're not going to let this virus punk us. Come on now. Come on now. Do you know that we are created in the image of God? We can't get this far and lose. Y'all better come together. Um Kamoy says, canceling the scarcity mindset. Let's see. Laura says, hey, sis, hello, delegation. What's up? Michael McFadden says, if anybody have any extra honey buns, I'm here in New York. Honey bun, somebody needs a honey bun. You going to let your child, you going to let your fellow delegation members not have honey buns? You don't even mean that. 
You want them to have carbs and sugar in a season where carbs and sugar are necessary to get past the. We can't even go to therapy. They're trying to shut us down. They're trying to put us on a national lockdown. We we need honey buns. Uh, Shannon says, finish book and start business plan. Portia says, providing online emotional support for healthcare workers and bonding with my kids. If you guys are in the comments, maybe you're listening on the podcast, you couldn't join us on the live. I want you guys to go through the comments and look at the resources and things that people are providing so that you can maybe get plugged in with things that you need. But overall, y'all, we got to we got to stay together out here. Um, y'all lying about being keto. We got to keep our head above the water in spite of the pain and the trauma that we're experiencing. And you know what else we have to do? We got to help one another out. I decided to take our advice questions. I figured we could take a few of them and just see how we can help one another in this season. Um, if you're watching on the broadcast and you want to send your question over, send it over because we just kicking it today because Corona is out here trying us and we ain't got time for it. Uh, my first question on the podcast says, hello, pastor, sister, Sarah, and the delegation, sis, I need your help and advice if possible. My husband and I have been married for five years, five great years, I may add. He's an amazing husband and an excellent dad. He's excited about growing his family. And although I am as well, I'm tired. We both have great jobs and two businesses of our own that I help manage for the most part with four children. I have an amazing 10-year-old bonus child with my husband and we have a seven-year-old, a two-year-old, an 11-month-old child, two-year and 11 months. My last baby is currently doing a number on me with breastfeeding and sleeping. I'm drained. I need me time, no outings. I need days and a break from being pregnant. He tells me how much of a great mom I am and he loves seeing me with the children. While praying, he prays for our family to be expanded. Here's where things get tricky. In February of this year, I found out I was expecting again. Without informing my husband, I terminated the pregnancy. I know, selfish, right? I felt like I just didn't have it in me to do again, or at least not right now. I feel horrible on so many levels for so many reasons. This decision I made is not sitting well with me. I'm very emotional and can't sleep. I'm snappy with the family and just disappointed in my in myself. Every day I ask myself, why did I make that selfish decision? He knows I'm not... He knows I'm not confusing in my, he knows I'm not, what? He knows I'm not myself and I want to tell him about the pregnancy, but I know it's going to crush him and cause the chaos and confusion in my home. I can't hold it in any longer. Sis, I need your help telling him in a way he will understand, but not make it about me as well as not feel attacked because he won't be happy at all. I need help. How do I tell him or do I even tell him? Thanks for your time and advice. So you definitely have to tell him because you want to be a woman of honesty and integrity in your marriage. Having said that, I know why you're afraid to tell him. Um, if I were you and I were in this situation, one, I, I know that this has got to be really hard. And I know that you're judging yourself and probably talking really negatively to yourself. And I want to give you a moment to just be felt and understood, even though I'm sure that you wish, like so many of us who are listening, maybe that maybe there could have been another decision you made. We can't change the decision that has been made. So I want you to know that as challenging as it is, women find themselves in these situations 
all of the time and they make a decision that they end up regretting so many of those times. Life is so precious and it is a gift from God. And it is really difficult to raise a child and to be responsible for a child and to parent a child. And so people have made these decisions. I say all of that to say this, I'm sorry you're going through this. I'm sorry that you didn't feel like you had a space where you could be understood. I'm sorry that you weren't able to really communicate uh, your needs and your desire to your husband in a way that would allow for you to have the space and the time that you need. And so you ended up making a decision that didn't just hurt him, but also hurt you and your self-esteem and your worth and value as a wife in this season. Because I I know as someone who has talked negatively to themselves, how impactful things like that can be to our own inner dialogue. I think it's going to be really important that you guys seek therapy. Like I said, if I were you and I were in this situation, I would not start with the termination of the pregnancy. I would talk about how you've been feeling after having the two-year-old and 11-month-old, how you feel like you lost yourself. It sounds like you may have even had a little bit of depression there. Perhaps um, you didn't have the support that you felt that you needed. While he was praying for an expansion of the family, you were actually wishing the opposite. I would start with how you've been overwhelmed, how you've been stress because he has to understand who made that decision. Part of the reason why he runs the risk of being disappointed is he's going to likely be blindsided by the fact that you had all of these different emotions going on about your family that were never communicated to him. And so now you're going to have to bring him up to speed with how you have been feeling throughout the time that I am tired, that I'm weary, that I need days off, like because you're still dealing with a two-year-old and an 11-month-old, which means those feelings and emotions are still relevant and present in your life. So I think he needs to understand which part of you made that decision. It sounds like you guys have a beautiful marriage and a beautiful family. And sometimes when you have all of the right pieces and everyone's on the outside looking in saying you should be grateful and you're still experiencing depression, you can feel guilty for not wanting to speak up in a perfect situation. But just because it's perfect on the outside doesn't mean that it's not going to take work to maintain authenticity and vulnerability. But you definitely have to tell him, but I would start with explaining where you were when you made that decision and bring him up to speed with how you've been feeling. I know this is going to be something that the delegation definitely wants to chime in on. So let me see what they are saying about this. Anthony says the communication disconnect has to be addressed because he may feel she doesn't feel comfortable to express what she's truly feeling. Uh, Renita says amazing wisdom, sis, family and marriage therapy. CJ Royal says, why do you all feel she has to tell not judging legit inquiry? Because whenever you have secrets in a marriage, they end up affecting other parts of your marriage. So she even mentioned in her advice question, she says, she says, I'm snappy and I'm not myself, which means that the, her ability to show up as the person she has been in the marriage has now been compromised because of something that she's dealing with by herself. The other, other reason why I think she needs to address it is because he's praying for an expanded family. He thinks that they have the same vision for their marriage. And obviously he tried, he's trying to have as many children as possible and she's trying to slow the children down. So they do have to be able to 
communicate because right now they have separate visions for their marriage and this will continue to tear at their marriage. One of the things in relationships that we fail to realize is when we become silent about one thing, we eventually end up shutting down in all of the areas of our life because we have to become someone to maintain our silence, to maintain our feelings and emotions. And when we have to become someone in order to do that, we're no longer the person that got into the relationship in the first place. And there's nothing worse than a spouse looking for a version of their spouse that is no longer there. Doreen says, secrets can destroy a marriage. It will eventually be known if it is kept a secret. Simone says, that's good. Secrets in a marriage show up in other places. Michael McFadden says, as a guy, I know that he's going to be hurt and won't understand, but with time, God will heal. I think, you know, he may not be able to understand initially, but I think that there is an opportunity for him to at least learn about what it's like to be her. He may be having an incredible experience as a father loving on the kids and playing with the kids he may not be getting up with the kids as much as she is because she has to breastfeed that's the other thing I was going to tell you breastfeeding is so important for our children it's it's got so many benefits there's been so many tests proven about the benefits of breastfeeding there is another reality though and that is that not everyone has the time mental and emotional ability to breastfeed their children I am not at all saying that you should not breastfeed your child but I am saying that you have to do what is best for you and you have to determine how can I regain part of myself back so that I am not dealing with depression so that I do not feel like I'm losing out on who I am of course you can pump I don't know what your milk supply is like of course you can pump and freeze and say hey I need some more support you know I need you to get into this with me maybe one of the businesses need to be suspended maybe we need to have formula as well I don't know what you're going to need to do in order to make that work but I want to give you the freedom to really begin to assess your current flow and determining what you need in order to be happy and healthy because a breastfed baby is a healthy baby. Formula-fed babies become healthy babies, but neither breastfed nor formula-fed babies can be well if their mom is not well, if their father isn't well, if the household that they're in is running the risk of being toxic. Secrets are toxic. They're going to show up. You're snappy. You're not yourself. So you're going to have to make some decisions. I may not be able to do this the way I did it with the other children and that's okay I have to do what's best for our household Annalise says no matter how he ends up feeling being able to get that off of her chest will have her feeling so much better for sure no secrets Katricia says I'm a mom of six and one on the way was nursing a one-year-old and almost four-year-old and pregnant it's stressful tough depression will make it so hard if it's not what both want Adrian says, I agree. Let him know you're, uh, you've been feeling how you've been feeling. Miracle Cook says, yes, sir. Is he up with the kids the same amount? Because, baby, a two-year-old is enough. A two-year-old and an 11-month-old? Serena says, yes, and at least the baby is almost a year. This could be a great time for weaning. Superheart says, yes, she had a lot on her plate before this and yet still. That's why I think to just lead with the termination of the pregnancy is a, is a big mistake. I think you have to let him know how you have been feeling over the course of these last few years so that he understands that your brokenness, your pain, your depression made a decision for your marriage that you are not comfortable with and so that you want him to be a part of you being healed from that pain that brokenness that depression so that you're no longer in a situation where that feels like your only option or alternative Uh, just lulu says she definitely needs some therapy on this i understand why she did it but she must be honest with her husband they both need therapy 
Miracle says, yes, soften his heart, Lord, so he can be understand. Absolutely. We as the delegation are praying that your husband's heart will be softened, that he will see you. Mm. This is something that we as women, like, I don't know. I, w- I can only speak for my role as a woman and as a wife. Like sometimes we are so used to being the rock and the strong one that we don't allow ourselves to be seen as fragile. And especially when it feels like our life has kind of come to this full circle moment, being fragile can be really hard. Your husband needs to see you're fragile. He needs to see you're not doing well. He needs to see that you need a few days. And if you don't allow him to see that, you guys are going to have disconnects and more areas than this because he's married to a version of you that's not real 24 7 okay maybe you are that strong girl sometimes but you are not that strong girl 24 7 and he needs to know that Talia says this story touches my heart so deep painful and real see child says timing is everything having this conversation after being in God's presence will make a difference Darling Nikki Neal Coleman says, I was in an abusive marriage and was raped by my ex-husband shortly after my son was born. I terminated the pregnancy without his knowledge. It was the best for me and my child in the long run. And, you know, that's everyone's situation is different and unique. This seems like certainly something she's going through something different. I'm sorry you were in that situation. I'm sorry that you were even in a position where you felt like you were forced to make that decision. And I'm praying that you've got the help and support that you've needed to kind of walk through not just the termination of the pregnancy, but also the um, extreme trauma of being in an abusive relationship. When I read this, I thought to myself, like, hurt people, hurt people. She was hurt. She made this decision that is going to hurt her husband, but healed people can also heal people. And part of being healed is exposing where we're hurting so that we can get the help that we need. Sherelle Stanley says, it's okay not to be strong right now. Even with this coronavirus stuff, like it is okay to not be strong to be like, your girl is a little shooketh. Okay. I went to an appointment yesterday and she was shooketh, okay? And rightfully so, right? Times are hard. And then she started shaking me a little bit too. And I was like, you know what? I'm in this a little early because you shook. And now your shook is making me shook. And I wasn't shook until I got in here. And I need a minute to not be shook because I'm trying to stay strong in the middle of this shaking. Christine Coleman says, yes, tell him. Also ask God for forgiveness, your husband, and then forgive yourself. Don't allow Satan to make you get stuck here. I know your pain is great. We as women must start to speak up about our truth, our bodies and mental health. So sorry you felt you had no other choice. I'm truly praying for you. Let your husband also have his moment of pain and sorrow. That's the other thing. We can't control people's reaction to our truth. We can make sure that we can deliver it as um, delicately and authentically and thoroughly as possible. But we also have to know that you've been processing this for a long time. He's going to be hit with this for the first time and uh, give him space to have the reaction that he needs to react and know that his own disappointment, his own fear, his own pain may speak before his truth does. And that's okay. You guys have to work towards truth together. Um, Okay, let me see. Let's go to our next advice question from the delegation. Um, Next question says, I've been in a toxic cycle for three years now, been afraid to let go, been too scared to be alone, even though in reality, I've been 
I fell in love with someone who doesn't love me and I can't seem to let go. I've begged God so many times to help me detach, but I can't seem to. Been studying my word and listening to messages, but I end up feeling lonely and seeking comfort from this person. I want to detach. I want my strength back. I don't want to love anymore. I want to be able to walk away. Please help me. So this is such an interesting question because there are so many of us who know that relationships are toxic, that we shouldn't be in them, but we can't move. And I think that what we have to be willing to do is really recognize which version of ourselves got into a relationship. When a little girl who is looking for love meets a man who she wants to love her, it's hard for the little girl to let go of him, even though that man may be hurting her. You have to know that the best version of yourself didn't necessarily get you into this toxic relationship, but rather a version of you that needed to be fulfilled, valued, and proven to be worthy. I think to really understand how did I become this person? How did I become this broken that I was willing to settle for this toxic relationship so that you understand who it is who's actually making the decision? And then you have to ask yourself, maybe your trauma happened at seven years old. Maybe it happened like me at 13 years old. Maybe it happened at 20, 30. I don't know how old you are when your trauma occurred, but you have to be willing to ask yourself, would I take life advice from a seven-year-old? Would I take life advice from a 13-year-old as Dr. Anita told me and us on the podcast is, are you willing to take advice from the person who experienced that brokenness? And when you're willing to ask yourself that tough question, then you can decide, well, why am I letting this person run my life? But it takes work to really get down to the root of that. And sometimes it's more work than you can do on your own. That's why one of the reasons that I am also really proud of this podcast, we had like the perfect partners for this podcast, considering everything that's going on. BetterHelp, you guys know all about BetterHelp. I've shared it on this platform before. I told you that our resident therapist, Dr. Anita, was a therapist on BetterHelp. So those are the types of people who you can expect to at least be introduced to. It's really important when seeking therapy that you kind of date your therapist. If it doesn't feel like a good fit, that's okay. It's okay to keep trying, but to be still feeling out like, I don't know if this is going to work or to say, this is absolutely not a good fit. I need another therapist. Just because a therapist isn't a good fit doesn't mean that we quit therapy. It means that we try and find another therapist. BetterHelp uh, has licensed professional counselors, counselors who are specialized in depression, anxiety, sleeping, anger, self-esteem, stress, relationships, trauma, family conflicts, and grief. You can connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can do video chats. You can text. Like there are calls. There are countless ways that you can connect with your therapist. BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. Best of all, it's truly affordable. I love that BetterHelp also has financial aid available for those who apply. Maybe you're being affected by coronavirus financially. You're not able to get the help that you need to process these emotions and anxieties that you're feeling. Maybe you just need a little person to chat to. Maybe no one is understanding. I'm thinking about my girl who terminated her pregnancy and her marriage. Maybe you need someone to talk to who you can express how your words, uh, how your words or your husband's words got together and maybe created some more places of insecurity. Whatever it is, BetterHelp is there for you. It's truly affordable. Our podcast listeners are getting 10% off their first month with the discount code Evolve. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash evolve. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash evolve. Speaking of some of these like stories that we have been seeing. Did you guys see the story of 
the uh, old older man. Um, hold on, let me find it. Y'all find. Look at y'all find while I search this story. Um, his wife is in a nursing home and he's not able to be with her because of the coronavirus. So he's sat outside of the window with a sign. It is the cutest thing I have ever seen in my whole life. And I am here for it in every way. I have a friend, um, she posted on Facebook. She's actually been on Woman Evolved TV, Ramel. She showed her story about infertility. But anyways, her mom is in a rehab facility and she's not able to see her right now. So it's been hard for her family in general. Let's pray for people who are being affected and impacted by this virus in ways that we couldn't even imagine. They're not able to spend birthdays with loved ones and this is their first birthday or a, a birthday, uh, their first birthday without being without being able to celebrate it with someone they love, um, healthcare professions, people can't have their weddings, people maybe can't have the types of funerals that they want to have for their loved ones and family members. So this is a, a really stressful time outside of the fact that like, you know, kids are home, jobs are being lost, meals are being impacted. There are so many things that we can be prayerful for. And I know it's hard to think about all of the many ways that someone is being negatively impacted by coronavirus. That's why we've also got to be thinking about the ways people are being positively impacted, that families are coming together, that the church is going literally into all of the world. That's another thing, y'all. I wanted to like rescue Eve real quick. You see how I'm just mixing this all up together. I'm gonna do another advice question. I'm gonna talk to the delegation. There was like, okay, so as a leader of a church uh, with my husband, like there was so much debate about like, okay, so they say that we should not ha have these large gatherings because we don't, we want to minimize and flatten the curve of con contracting or transferring this virus, right? And so there were so many people who were like, no, we need to have church. It doesn't matter. Regardless, we need to have church the way that we're used to having church. We will not let this virus come against our worship. There was another slide of people who were like, okay, yeah, we're not going to let it come against our worship. That's why we're going to do it online only so that we can flatten the curve and still have worship. But there was so much judgment between the two groups, right? So if you were having a church service, you were talking about the people who weren't having a physical church service and you need to be having a physical church. And if you were having an online service, you were calling the people who had the physical church service ir irresponsible. Here's the thing. Can we avoid judgment in this season? Like maybe you don't agree. Maybe you think things should have been done differently, but now is not the time for us to question everybody's motives and everybody's faith in this season. We have never, never, ever seen anything like this before. And we're all doing the best that we can to make the best decisions that we can in this season. And so I want to just like encourage you guys to not join in the conversation of vitriol and judgment when it comes to how people are dealing and coping with this, especially when it comes to faith. Don't question people's faith. Don't question people's spirituality. Don't question their relationship with God because they're choosing to do something different than what you think they should do. That's room for division at a time where we are already struggling and need to be coming together. Let people live their lives the way that they want to live them, whether they're exposed to the virus or sitting at home, minding their business and drinking their water, whatever it is, make sure you're doing the right thing. Okay. June says, God help me out of two bad, two bad relationships by removing them from my life. Amen. Natasha says, amen. And we're all responding day by day and moment by moment. No, we ain't never been here before. Who's been, who's been here before? Okay. Uh, Natasha says, facts, because who paying these church fines if they disobey the orders to close? And they, honey, and listen, okay. 
and we should and we don't have to listen to the laws of the lands and all that. It's so many different conversations. Insurance is loving the hair. So y'all, you guys who aren't watching on live, I got my hair braided. I got me some Corona braids because if this get bad, bad, if this get bad, bad. I'm not going to have time to glue my wig on before we got to walk like Book of Eli over to somewhere in Nevada or somewhere where they're going to have all the people who don't have the virus. These are my Corona braids and they're going to be here until God say the same. Uh, Ari says, mind your business, drink your water and wash your hands. New rules, new rules. Okay, wash your hands. Letitia already got her Skillshare. She says, yes, got my Skillshare account. Skillshare.com slash evolve. Thank you, Sarah. Dorothy says, I need to stop judging how my boss and colleagues respond I work in a church yes stop 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 judging people don't know somebody says not corona braids these my corona braids what is your protective style during corona do y'all want to talk about that delegation what are you doing to your hair to protect yourself during this coronavirus I'm telling you right now we're not gonna have time to be swapping wigs out what if we don't have hot tools no more which all of y'all who was judging folks who was natural and don't put heat on their hair that's about to be y'all if corona keep going because we're gonna be out here I just seen the book of Eli like 10 times and I'm just preparing for the book book of Eli I don't know if that's even wise because I don't even know how we would get there. But that's where I am with my life. I'm thinking about Eli. When I go to the grocery store, I'm thinking about what book of Eli could have kept in that little backpack where he had the Bible in Braille. That's how I'm living. That's OK. I'm not afraid. I'm prepared. I got my hair braided and I got tuna and I got a first aid kit. Uh, Rasheen says a good closure. So when you better, Kira says, ha, ha, ha. I have my appointment tomorrow. Martisha says, amen. That's a word. Keep the judgment and allow people to worship how they want to. All that's important. Is their personal relationship with God indeed? Mo Essential says your face alone <laughs> makes me smile. Corona braids. These my Corona braids. Nia Green says no more Book of Eli for you, sis. Book of Eli was out here trying to tell. First of all, y'all know Denzel is saved. He was trying to tell us how to prepare for this thing. My husband told me I went out to the store the other day and I had on flip flops and he was like, nah, sis, you need to have on tennis shoes. What if you need to take off running? We preparing for the worst where we are, but believing in God for the best. And that's covering both sides of the spectrum. And that's where we have to live. Uh, Sam says, SJR, I'm over you. Now, we all know that's not true, Sam. You know, you you know, you're not over me. King and, King and Queen talking about go natural. Go natural. This is natural. Naturally plaited into my hair. Who is go I'm not going that now is not the time to go natural. If I have to run out of here, I don't have wash and go hair texture. For my white listeners listening, y'all don't know what wash and go is. Let me put you on game real quick. There are some of us out here who wet our hair and it naturally curls into something beautiful. I don't have wash and go hair. When I wash, my hair stays. It don't go nowhere, okay? Someone else's hair goes, mine stays. And so I have these protective styles so that I can go when it's time to go. The go is more important in this season than the wash. Don't be worried about how your hair wash. Be worried about how your hair goes. And so I got go hair for Corona virus in this season. Sherelle Stanley says Cousin Eve done showed up Cousin Eve has been cutting up all week I don't know if y'all been on my social media But she has been showing out Ari Baba says Now is not the time to experiment with your hair I'm stressed enough Now I gotta also digest the new hairstyle Now you know when you get a new hairstyle You be out here stressed Y'all want me to try a new hairstyle And prepare for coronavirus And not eat all of the quarantine snacks You're asking for a lot you're asking for a whole lot and I'm not here for it and I'm not going to do it. Shanika says, ain't nothing wrong with the natural. Ain't nothing wrong with the natural, but I don't have time for it. Jaquita Pickens says, this podcast is pure attention deficit disorder. SJ Arden showed out. Okay, that's fine. 
Okay, let me get back to focus. One more advice question. I'm going to give a snack and then I'm going to log off because y'all say I'm out here cutting up. I just, Mickey says, what are we going to do about our makeup, sis? Rona playing too much. Sis, now is the time to drink your water. Wash your face and don't touch your face. God's going to clear it up. Eat them fruits and vegetables. Don't eat them snacks that you want to eat and your skin is going to clear up because we're going to have to be makeup free and we're going to have to have, let me, y'all want to know my real plan? All right, I'm going to tell you this, my real plan. I got these braids, right? But if we go book an Eli, they're going to be faux locks. You see what I'm saying? I'm already thinking ahead. They knotless braids. I'm going to let them just lock up at the roots and I'm going to start twisting and then I'm going to have dreads. I'm... I'm thinking about coronavirus and y'all playing. I'm thinking I got canned tuna. I got a first aid kit. I got the starter kit for faux locks and I'm drinking my water so my skin can be clear. So I'm going to be when when they filmed the documentary about how we survived and my great, 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 great grandkids talking about me. They're going to be talking about how she was preparing when the lights was on for when the lights was going to be off. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, I'm just saying. SJR is Rona playing. Where are you? I'm going, uh, Jamie, Lanisha, again, uh, Delegation Sue, who is listening to the podcast. Can y'all get Sarah's uh, Rona kit planned together for protective hairstyles, tuna, first aid kits, water, boots? I'll get a list together and see if we can put that on social media because I'm trying to help folks out here. Shanita says, do it for the vine. I ain't going to do it. What are we talking about? Mache says, I know that's right, SJR. You've got a plan. I'm thinking, okay, one more advice question. Then I'm logging off and I'm going to pray. And God is going to be with us, y'all. We can't, don't be afraid. No, we have authority over sickness. That's how I know I'm going to live. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the world. The rest of the world might be Book of Eli, but I'm preparing to live. Did y'all hear the word in that? I'm preparing to live. I'm not going to let Rona take me out. I'm going to live and not die. And I'm going to have clear skin and my hair done in the process. Do y'all see? Because I'm preparing to live my best life. You got to live your life. Don't let this fear. I'm telling you, I want to be a little bit skinny with a little bit of a muffin top. Okay. Last question. Hi, Pastor Sarah. I have a question that I struggle with and I would love for you to answer on the podcast. Uh, I know you may not see it, but I hope you do. I thank you for your yes. I love you. My question is, how did you train the little girl in you to not be defensive in your role as a wife within your marriage? I feel like I answered this. How did you keep her from showing up when husband says something that can be constructive? Thank you so much. I remember the heart and intent of the person who has said, who to my husband, right? So remembering his heart and intent. If he says something in a way that I absolutely cannot handle, I'm like, I can't handle. When you said that, it hit a little girl in me that makes me want to have a temper tantrum, right? So this is the way that you said it. Maybe it was the tone. Maybe it was the timing. But I explained to him how to communicate with me with that little girl in mind. That little girl, we're trying to grow her up. She's going to grow up in some areas, but she's still very much a part of our life. So really making sure that we understand how she operates and functions. When she hears this, she pops off. I'm not going to let her pop off, but you got to be careful about when you talk to her and she's tired. Whatever that is, you got to know her and know yourself and know your husband well enough to know how all of us can live in this marriage. Your little, his little boy and his grown man and your little girl and your grown woman are all in this marriage together, right? And we got to figure out how all four of us can live in this marriage and respect one another and love one another and create an environment 
requirement for transparency and vulnerability. We're going to have to be patient. We can't be married to our need to be right. And we have to be willing to learn and grow. No room for being self-righteous in marriage because you will only have yourself. And who got time for that? Nobody got married to be by themselves. We got to do the work. Okay. Uh, We have one more ad that I can't squeeze into a transition, but it's one that you want to write down because let me tell you something, Corona is coming for your waist. I've already seen her. Um, She's coming for your whole waistline. As you can tell, I've been talking to her. That's why I have braids. And here's the thing. Corona wants you to be fat. Corona wants you to stay at home and eat all of the snacks that you can eat. She wants you to feel stressed out. She wants you to feel panicked. And she wants you to eat all of the kids' snacks. She wants you to just be down to nothing. And I bind the spirit of coronavirus over your life right now. Not only do I bind the spirit of coronavirus over your life right now, I want to give you a tool to help you keep coronavirus off of your waist, okay? Our podcast partner is Noom. Noom is a weight, it's not even, it's a lifestyle app. I won't even call it a weight loss app. It is a lifestyle app that is meant to help you understand why you make the decisions that you make. Because Noom knows that everyone is different, they want to help you adjust to your lifestyle. That means that everyone may not be able to be keto, Everyone may not be able to be vegan or paleo or all of these different options that are out there, right? So they want to understand who you are and what works for where you are in your life, okay? They teach you the psychology behind the decisions that you make and then help you keep track of everything from workouts and steps to analyzing your diet and recommending healthy recipes. Noom also connects you with a personally assigned goal specialist and a community of other Noomers. So you have all the support that you need to empower your change. Noom uh, is an app that I've logged on to. I loved it because they ask you this really cool questionnaire that ultimately gets down to the bottom line of the decisions that you're making. Um, I know that Corona wants me to eat all of the snacks and all of the cakes and I was on tour, so I'm extra fluffy, but that's all right because in eight weeks, God's going to do something different. We're going to do it together, delegation. The podcast was supposed to be ending before these eight weeks are up. I am going to keep the podcast going as long as we are quarantined and living our best lives because we need it. We need the help. We need the motivation and we need the connection. Okay, so listen, I want you to chat with your goal specialist and the Noom community to get and give the help that you need right now. Uh, you're going to be connected with people who are going through the same things that you're going through. We're all strapped for time. So Noom just asks you to commit 10 minutes a day. That's it. 10 minutes a day just for you. You're human. If you go off track, there's no shaming, just tips to help you get back on track. So If you're like me and you're ready to make the best of these next few weeks that we have and to try to get our life together, I want you to visit noom.com slash evolve. You can sign up for your trial today. You have nothing to lose. That's noom.com slash evolve and start your trial today. Again, noom.com slash evolve. Sis, now is the time to get your whole life together. Um... Eliana says, get that skin together. It's going to help, okay? Uh, Precious says, we need the podcast. We need the delegation. Eliana says, so the WE Conference finna be online for us all. Won't he do it? The WE Conference is happening in July. If we go Book of Eli, I'll deal with that when it's Book of Eli time. But right now, the CDC is recommending eight weeks of no of no large gatherings, which means that that is well 
beyond uh, the time for Woman Evolve. So Woman Evolve is still happening. And let me tell you, the delegation is registering every day. I see y'all. I see them registration numbers. The delegations is getting these corona flights and they are headed to Denver in July. If that is you and you trying to be in the number, I looked up tickets today. These flights are $57. What? From LAX to Denver was $57. You know you're trying to be at the conference. Now is the time. Buy your flight. Pray Rona away. And I will see you in July with your waist because you got the Noom app. Do you hear me? Okay. So let me see what else the delegation is saying before we log off. I'm definitely in the building. Joyce says, we conference in July. Jaleesa says, y'all, we better get these flights. When I say y'all better get these Rona flights, um, the dates are July 10th through 11th, right? Can someone tell me? <laughs> it's July. I'm going to be there the whole week. Okay. So, uh, but the Woman Evolve Conference is July 10th through the 11th, right? It's the week before my birthday. I see y'all there. Hold on. I'm going to tell you so you can know for sure. Go to womanevolve.com. Make sure you're registered. Honestly, we don't really have that many registrations left. I was looking at that today, but we do have registrations. People are booking every single day, uh, July 10th through the 11th. We are in Denver, Colorado. Be there or be square. We're going to have an incredible time. Um, And that's that. So listen, oh, snack time in the sanctuary. Let me tell you. Okay, so I, like I said about this, like suddenly, right? So I was talking earlier about how our life feels like it suddenly changes, but it's actual, a gradual shift and a gradual change. I want you to know that one of the things that has really been on my heart since we had this incredible pause, right? We have a worldwide pause taking place with this coronavirus. And I just wanted you to know, we are not defined by who we are when things are going, right? We are defined by who we are in the pauses of life. What do you do in those moments when your life is forced to be on pause, when it's out of your control and you are subject to the environment and circumstances around you? That's when you will determine who you really are. When church is no longer just something you can access down the street, are you intentional about actually watching online in an environment that is distraction free so that you can receive the word. How are you loving on people? How are you caring on people? That's why it's so alarming to see that we're not even sharing rolls of toilet paper because who we are in the pauses is who we are in real life. It is my prayer that during this time of pausing, because it is just a pause, I want you guys to know that. I know it's hard. I know it's tough. I know it's scary. I know we don't know what's going to happen from day to day. But what we know for sure is this thing is going to end. There has never been a pandemic that lasted forever. So I've already set my eyes on the end. I'm reminded of this scripture when it talks about Jesus saying for the joy that was set before him, he saw the end. He was looking at the end. He endured the cross. So he knew there were some things he was going to have to endure, but there was joy set before him. There is joy that is set before you. And so now we have to get to what has already been set. And I just know prophetically in this season, so many incredible things are going to happen from what the enemy may have meant for evil, from books to wholeness to lifestyle changes. This is an opportunity for us to really say, who am I in this pause? I hope that we become lights and that we allow our light to shine so brightly that people become curious about our faith and our 
our hope in trying times. That doesn't mean that I don't want you to feel. I want you to feel your feelings. I want you to address your anxiety. I want you to address your fears. I want you to modify your lifestyle so that you can build a guard and a defense against the feelings and emotions that are coming your way. Change the way that you function. Change the way that you look at the news. Take 10 minutes a day only. Set up alerts from your local government and then don't look at the news at all. Get a new book. Pick up a hobby. Visit our friends at Skillshare. Decide to use this time intentionally and with purpose and productivity. We're going to get through it together. I love you guys so, so much. You're listening. Maybe you've been exposed. Maybe you've been diagnosed. Our God is a healer. And when they got, gave you that diagnosis, know that we had already started praying for you, that God's provision allowed for us to begin covering one another in this way in prayer. At the end of this podcast, we have been praying over every listener and, and even those who aren't listening because we recognize the power of prayer. You are healed in Jesus' name. You just have to walk out that healing. You're suffering through depression and anxiety. You are healed in Jesus' name. We just have to walk out that healing. I'm walking out what I've already been granted access to. I'm getting better help because I'm walking out what I've already been granted access to. I want you guys to know that we're in this together. I know we may be quarantined. We may not be able to connect with the world around us the way that we usually do, but now is the time to show even more and more love. I am so committed to keeping the delegation together and uplifted in any way that I can. I'm here for you slide in my DMs. Let me know how I can serve you. If you're a tech person and you want to help us get this matching thing together, let us know. We want to serve you guys. I love you so much. Father, you knew about coronavirus before any of us did. You knew that this is something that we would be facing, something that we would have to rise to the occasion and become in order to endure. And so, Father, I'm praying for supernatural strength. God, it is my prayer that everyone under the sound of my voice and everyone in their worlds would be inundated with your strength, your wisdom, and your strategy for their world. Father, I'm praying that the lines of communication would be opened in relationships, that they would be able to talk and become tied together in a fresh new way. I'm thinking of my friend who's got some really hard news to share with her husband. God, go ahead of her. Father, for those who are feeling loneliness, my prayer is that you would show them that with you and within them, that there is still joy even in this single season of their life. Father, allow them to seek the right community when they need it and to have peace when they are by themselves for all of us and this sometimes big scary world that we're in father we just ask that you would send us a sign that you see us that you know us and that you love us and i think this podcast is one of them thank you father that even in the midst of dark seasons that you always allow a light to shine let us not be so desperate to look for a light that we forget to become the light Allow us to be empowered in how we can help this world in this season so that when it's all said and done, you still get the glory in the midst of the panic. In Jesus' name, I pray. I love you guys. Next week, I could be here. I could be in the closet. I don't know where I'll be, but we'll be together. 